Hi, friends. We are back for some more 901 Let's Pray. I'm Pearl Holland. And I'm Stephanie Powell. And today we're just going to take some time to reflect on the life of Dr. King and really specifically his prayer life. And we're talking about Dr. Martin Luther King. And I know, you know, everybody knows him for social justice and for nonviolence and civil rights movement. But I think we don't talk enough about how he was shaped to be those things. And he was known as a man of faith and prayer. And even though he prayed for change and was committed to prayer, he also made it a point to talk about how prayer can even be misused. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think, too, it's, um, you know, it's always good to to look back and to learn from from great people like this, the legacy they left behind, Pearl. But Absolutely. Um, I think um, I think if we truly, in my mind, if we want to know the heart of Dr. King, in one great way is to listen and learn from the conversations that he had with mm-hmm. God, you know, and yeah. through, through he, he was a great man of prayer um and I think that he truly knew at the at the depth of his prayers and the things that he prayed he knew that the real issue was there was a heart issue that man has Mm -hmm. an issue at heart and you know we that we are sinful people and that he ultimately knew um the one who could transform lives and change 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 our hearts change man's heart and um you know one of he has many quotes but one quote um that really sticks out in light of what in light of that is just that um that dr king said was darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that and hate cannot drive out hate only love can do that and i I think you know now more than ever it's just really important to remember you know we see so much brokenness in the world um but i think I think Dr. King truly understood that um, only light could drive out darkness and truly that that God was the one who transformed hearts and and changed our hearts. Um, Yeah. And even though he wanted all those things to happen, he didn't let that be the drive of why he prayed. He knew that there could, at the heart of who we are as men, we are sinful and that we can have a tendency to misuse prayer and he talks about that, um, that he's quoted for saying, although prayer is native to man, there is the danger that he will misuse it. And although it is a natural outpouring of his spirit, there is a danger that he will use it in an unnatural way. And he wrote like a, a paper on like the misuse of prayer. And in it, he covers things like never making prayer a substitute for work and intelligence, which is great because, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's that saying, to be so heavenly minded, you know, earthly good, like that, that's not benefiting anybody. That's not really helping. That's not bringing the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Sure. (laughs) And he talks about, we make God a cosmic bellhop, a universal errand boy. That that's definitely not like the goal of prayer. Like he's a genie in a bottle kind of thing, you know, like grant these wishes for me. Yeah. Yes, for sure. He is not that. And he also talked about never praying for anything which is done that would injure somebody else and never praying for God to change the fixed laws of the universe. And I really like that one because I think at the heart of it, 
it reminds us that we're not ultimately we should be praying God's will you know just like how Mm -hmm. Jesus prayed father your will be done not my will and I thought man that's really profound you know he's struggling and he knows um he wants peace he wants all these things that are godly but he also knew that in seeking that goodness he still had to watch his heart you know and I thought that was can learn so much from that you you know that's I'm glad that you brought that up but we don't really talk a lot about how prayer could be misused and so I'm glad that you you highlighted that um because I think you know Jesus also reminded the disciples not to pray um to make yourself look Mm. you know glamorous like long extensive like fancy prayers you know he he you know we can often um let it be of show and and yes you know we don't often think of prayer as being misused like that um, and then the side some- thing, sometimes that can, when that is happening, it can intimidate people to feel inadequate to pray, you know? Yeah, so I, whenever you pray like that, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I'm not a good prayer. You know, whenever there's a group session, everybody's like, who wants to pray? And everybody's like, nummy, nummy, nummy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we all are thinking who's the best prayer in the group. <laughs> For sure. Um, and, I, and there's so many books out there on um, Dr. King's life and um, but and, and so many different prayers. But to, there are a couple or two that we want to highlight today that really stand out. One stands out to you and I both. And yeah. um, these are from, do you have the name of the book that these came from? I know it's it's um somebody put a collection of his prayers together and it's called thou dear god prayers that open hearts and spirits and it's actually a collection is put in, put together by lewis baldwin but they're all prayers of dr king's that yes. this man put together and the one i really want to highlight talks about forgiving us for what we could have been but failed to be and so here's the prayer O thou eternal God, out of those whose absolute power and infinite intelligence, the whole universe has come into being. We humbly confess that we have not loved thee with our hearts, souls, and minds. And we have not loved our neighbors as Christ loved us. We have all too often lived by our own selfish impulses rather than by the life of sacrificial love as revealed by Christ. We often give in order to receive We love our friends and hate our enemies. We go the first mile, but dare not travel the second. We forgive, but dare not forget. And so as we look within ourselves, we are confronted with the appalling fact that the history of our lives is the history of an eternal revolt against you. But thou, God, have mercy on us. Forgive us for what we could have been, but failed to be. Give us the intelligence to know your will. Give us the courage to do your will. Give us the devotion to love thy will. In the name and spirit of Jesus, we pray. Amen. It's good. I love that. I really love that. Um, And there's so much to reflect on. Um, It's one Mm -hmm. of those things that I definitely want to challenge everybody to just kind of take time. And when you have time, as you find your minute to go back and kind of look, look and really ponder on and think about the prayers. Um, And the the one that really 
stood out to me that I want to highlight is um, also from the same book, but it's to make a creative contribution to the world. He prayed, Oh God, we thank you for the lives of great saints and prophets in the past who have revealed to us that we can stand up amid the problems and difficulties and trials of life and not give in. We thank you for our four parents who've given us something in the midst of the darkness of exploitation and oppression to keep going. Grant that we will go on with the proper faith and the proper determination of will so that we will be able to make a creative contribution to this world. In the name of the, in the name and in the spirit of Jesus we pray. And you know, I think it's um you know, as we reflect on the prayers, um, I think it's interesting to think about and just want to challenge myself and um, any listener just to really think about um, what would someone say if they were looking at my life and my prayers? What if my prayers were put in a book yeah. and left um, for to be read by others like many years later? Um, what, you know, what would be heard? In, in the heart of my prayers. Um, and and that can be, I don't know, it's just a very interesting thing to think about. Um, sometimes yeah. it might be a lot of help me, help me Lord, but. <laughs> um, um, and, and just how would they describe my prayers? How would they describe your prayers? What, what would they really truly say um, at the heart of what we often pray about? Um, we Not necessarily meaning are they like showy, like we were just talking about, yeah. or long, or poetic, or fancy. Yeah. But do our prayers um, truly um, point point others back to the heart of God? And um, I just want to really want to challenge myself as I go throughout this week, and, and all anyone who's listening, as we just find our minute. Um, think about the things that you're praying about, and what if you know, hundreds of years later, people were reading a book about your, your prayers, you know, um, what would that, what would that look like and what would they hear and how could they see the heart of God through those? So 901, find your minute.